Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us. And we are live on YouTube. If you're watching us, say hello. Join in over there. You can uh, join in with the live chat and all those bits and pieces that are going on. It'd be great to hear from you. But joining me this evening is our merry band of Disney fans. It's Katie. Good evening, Katie. Good evening. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Are, are you there? Have you heard? Oh, you, I am here. You vanished. Can you not hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. How, how have you had a lovely day in the sunshine? Um, yeah, I've just been relaxing and trying to get over a holiday because it was pretty full on. Yeah, it was a little bit full on, wasn't it? Uh, good evening, Susan. Good evening. How are you? I'm all right. But I mean, I, I mean, this is going to sound a bit yucky for me, but I, do, I, I have had showers since I've been back, but I've still got my fan days band on. No, really. She's still trying to live the dream. No, mine came off like as soon as I got back. I think I wore it. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine came oh. off like the night of fan day. Yeah, I, I, I mean... got back to the hotel. <laughs> I couldn't cope with it. It had to go. Uh, well, uh, Gareth and his way, he'll join us a little bit later. Sadly, John can't join us this evening due to that really annoying work thing that just seems to get in the way, which is which is a pain. I hate work. Wish we didn't have to. Um, but uh, we are talking <laughs> fan days this evening because we were lucky enough to enjoy fan days together as a gang. And uh, we wanted to discuss fan days a little bit with you. It'd be interesting to see if anybody's joined us on the live chat, any comments you've got about it. Particularly those people who maybe have been, uh, those people who didn't go, um, and the different ways you're able to watch it and enjoy it and all those sort of things that were going on. So um, we're going to kind of do our are good, bad and ugly on our fan days trip and what we thought of it and do feel free obviously to join and, and let us know what you thought as well. But um, it happened mm -hmm. last weekend, so uh, Saturday last, we were all in the Walt Disney Studios Park enjoying the fan days inaugural party, 2nd of June it was, 8pm till 2am. Um, so I think we're probably best to kind of go through this kind of logically. So. I think we want to start off with our goods, uh, which I think is a really mm -hmm. important thing. To also, to quick disclaimer. Mm, go on. We paid for this. There was no privilege. Yeah, yeah. We paid for these tickets. Absolutely paid 100% for this, for our hotels, for our park tickets, for our transport, the whole lot. Um, I know there's some people that went round that some people were a little bit annoyed because a lot of the kind of American bloggers were given sort of uh, flights and all that sort of stuff and free entry. Uh, in order to enjoy it, because obviously wanted to push it a little bit with the the US crowd. I have got the music, by the way. Yeah, I was gonna say, mostly. Um, I'm obsessed with this song still. I'm not at all. Yeah, I'm the, so. Obsessed. The lyrics are awful. It's difficult to be a fan. Just awful. Anyway, so um, yes, we paid for absolutely everything for this trip. So uh, we're giving you an honest review as paying customers who went along 
mm -hmm. and enjoyed the event. So uh, we won't review everything because we didn't get a chance to see everything. But the things we did get a chance to see, we will uh, we will talk about and we will review. So let's start off then with our good. Um, who wants to start us off then with a, with a good that's on their list? Anyone? I'll Anyone? start us off. Yeah. So overall, I met 17 different characters yeah. at Fan Days. 14 of which I had never met before. And I think that's pretty good going. Including your For favorite. one night. Yeah, I think that's pretty good going. So we'll come on to some of the issues that we had later on. But I think overall, when you look at it kind of subjectively, 17 characters in one night is it's pretty good going. Yeah. I was pretty pleased with that. It was more than I anticipated. It's a pretty impressive number. Yeah, I'll be honest. We were mm -hmm. we were looking at this and looking at the number that we met. And one of the things on my good list is the number of characters. Just not only the number of characters that we got to meet, but also the number of characters that were there in the first place. And the number of rare characters or really very very unknown in some cases never before seen characters uh, that were there you know you had your usual gang mickey and minnie and daisy and donald and goofy and <coughs> duffy um were there so <laughs> that's all the duffy fans just turned off isn't it um so they were all there but then on top of that we had you know yaya lady yaya which yeah, I, I wish john was here right now because John was that was absolute dream Yaya. meat for John. It really was. You know, we had Lady Yaya. We <laughs> that had made his whole night. Gauchito, Burrito. We had things like Cusco as a llama uh, and Kronk. Join Sadness we've seen. Anna and Elsa. Elsa and Olaf and Kristoff. Launchpad. Uh, Launchpad. Well, the, the, the Disney afternoon ones for us. You know, you had Launchpad. Uh, you had Darkwing Duck. You had Tailspin characters. So you had Blue and... Um, King Louis for, as Tailspin. You had Chippendale as the Rescue Rangers. Um, you had all of those. And then you had some of kind of like your, your big Hero 6 characters. So Honey Lemon, Go Go Tamago. You had Fred and Wasabi. And then there was kind of Treasure Island stuff. So Jim Hawkins, Milo Thatch, Kida, all those sort of things. So your Atlantis, your, your Treasure Island, all of those as well. And then you had your rare characters like um, you had George Sanderson and Needleman from. Uh, monsters inc and then you could meet boo as a in a monster outfit which again is something that's really really rare um there was just so many different characters you know and like mm -hmm. you say we saw 17 of them um there are characters on that list that i think we'd love to have seen if we just had the time to see them and sadly we didn't have the time but um uh, there you go um but yeah i agree with you uh, the just the sheer number of characters yeah was was pretty impressive they advertised rare characters and good meat characters, and, and that's what we got. And we got them, yeah. We absolutely got them. You know, got some really fantastic characters in there as well. Um, Susan, what have you got on your list for good? Um, entertainment. So in terms of Max Live. Max Live was amazing. It was so It was good. on another level. The stage was massive. Well, this is the thing, wasn't it? We walked in and we saw that stage and we went, whoa. That's one massive stage. And actually, during the day before Fan Days opened... Um, there was one point that myself and John were stood around the stage trying to work out where everything is. We're like, well, that's fire. That's confetti. <laughs> that must be water. That's this. That, that's the So, yeah, we were there. And, and, you know, imagine what the stage is normally like when you go into the studios park. You've got that stage with the um, the area in front of stand and watch. Imagine that. And then they've got two bridges to stage areas further outside. And that kind of gives you the idea of just how big that stage was. What was it about Max Life for you? I think, 
I think, it, do you know what? It was even just the backing dancers and Max himself. Yeah. Like, he was pulling some moves. He was cartwheeling. <laughs> well, he was, he was sashaying everywhere. When you're dressed as Paraline, it's what you have to do. <laughs> of course. It's totally true. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And of course, John would say the three Caballero section. Yeah. Right. I think simple. the fact that that show had such a random mix of characters. Well, this is what we're saying, weren't we? was so weird, but it just worked. Like, it really, really worked. And the... it had so many effects. It just had a bit of everything. Yeah. There was fire. There was projections. There was water. There was bubbles. Confetti. There was everything. Because uh, we were talking about... We, we sort of knew that we had the Zootopia characters and we knew that we were going to have Max on stage. That was that had already kind of been pre-confirmed before anything else. But then all of a sudden, we started getting all these characters that we didn't really have much knowledge about the fact they were appearing. So like you say, we had... Um, obviously, we had um, Max and then Goofy, and they were both in their Goofy movie outfits. We then had... Um, both Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde on there, which is great. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you, like you say, the most random collection of characters ever seen in a Disney show. We had Yzma and then Kuzco as a human. And you were like, well, okay, that, that's cool. We like that. Then we suddenly had Stitch and Angel and some of the other aliens <laughs> came out. We were like, what? Where is this going? And then we had the three Caballeros, minus Donald. Um... Which suddenly came out, and we were just like, "This is." And the scream of delight that came out of John when they yeah. came on stage. Oh, geez. Was a highlight of the show for me. He um, <laughs> yeah. he videoed the whole show, so if he ever puts the whole show up, you will probably hear that scream of it's delight. On, I think it's it's on on his his is it on already? Has he already put it on the YouTube channel? He's put it on his YouTube yeah. channel. Um, the scream of delight from John at the point when that happened. Honestly, you've never heard anything like it in your life. Um, <laughs> it was hilarious. So we did see uh, the Max live show. Um, but most of the other shows we sort sort of missed, didn't we? We didn't get a chance to go to the Oswald Sing Along Challenge. We didn't get to go to Jumbo and Pleatley's Mission Stitch or Oh My Hortensia. We saw the very end of Oh My Hortensia, didn't oh, we? We saw yeah, Oswald yeah. and Hortensia on their floor kind of coming through the park. So we did see them. Yeah, we did. And then mm -hmm. we, we stood for the opening ceremony and saw mm -hmm. that as well, which didn't have... To be honest, it was a bit meh. It was great to hear Catherine Powell talk. Um, and her dress and, was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I loved yeah, her dress gagging was awesome. for her dress. Um, and that was really, really good to see. But the actual opening ceremony itself was a bit... Uh, we were expecting, I think, something a bit bigger. And it didn't necessarily happen. A little bit like the opening ceremony had yesterday for the uh, Marvel Summer of Superheroes, which was pretty cool. Uh, I was hoping for something along those sort of lines. But it was very formal, uh, which was very bizarre. Mm. I think I had more going on at my end... Than, the, than when you guys were, because I was yeah, well, Catherine's well, sort of end. We'll, we'll get to your bit a little bit later on. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, um, so shows, parades. Ah, yeah. Ah, the parades. Ah, that's so good. So we had the Dance Your DuckTales parade, and then we have the Farewell Street Party, which came right at the very end of the evening. Um, let's start with the DuckTales parade, then. I really liked it. That was just so fun. It was. That was one of the most interactive parades I think I've ever seen. high energy as well, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, I absolutely really loved was. it. John uh, learned the whole dance routine from those dances. Yeah, and of course... Um, we got some absolutely brilliant interaction from the characters mm -hmm. in that one as well, because we were all dressed as DuckTales characters. We were bounding characters. as DuckTales, weren't we? So they were like... Yeah. As soon as they saw that we were bounding as them, they were really kind of like, yeah, got a lot of interaction from them. Living, But yeah. that was on three times yeah. that night. That was on at 9, 10 and... and 
half past midnight. Um, we caught the. Did we catch the ten o'clock? No, we caught the 12.30. No, we, we saw the movie. We so definitely did catch midnight. the 10 o'clock. No, we, we didn't. We'll go back to, <laughs> we'll come back to that later. Um, so we caught the half midnight, and uh, and that was really good. We enjoyed that, which was cool. Um, then we had the farewell street party. Um, I was kind of half expecting it just to be the old Stars and Cars parade, and that was pretty much all you were going to get. Now, they did utilize the Stars and Cars vehicles, which was really, really good. Um, but they also had a lot of other characters included in it as well. Uh, well, they all, all of awesome. them, every single one that was in, yeah, the, what came to the um, farewell parade. Pretty much, yeah. So we had the whole, and that, that felt brilliant. It was good. Yeah, it Two felt hours. like the twenty-fifth anniversary. I think by that point as well, I think you got to sort of it was about quarter past one, wasn't it? And we were like, right, the parade is on in forty-five minutes. We have to wait forty-five minutes for this parade. This better be good. <laughs> and then it really was. <laughs> it's really yeah, good. it really yeah. was, and I it think really helped. it kind of negated some of the disappointment that we'd had for other reasons yeah, think, earlier on in the night because we got to see at least see all of those characters and it certainly I even think, if we didn't get to meet them because at the point when we were uh going to wait for the the farewell parade i think we were we weren't necessarily in the best of moods at that particular point due to, <laughs> to circumstances that we'll talk about a little bit later yeah. um but that actually i think perked us up and and meant that we did leave on, yeah. on quite a high when we left it really definitely that we had gareth's kids with us as well because they got a lot of attraction yes yes and and uh they they did didn't they and that meant that we got a lot of interaction with the the characters over we even had john sanderson come right up to us and gave us a massive massive big hug yeah and that we obviously didn't get to meet him earlier in the evening so it was quite cool seeing him there which was pretty good Mm -hmm. that was good um okay so their parade shows i say we didn't get chance to see the Oswald sing-along um, or the Jumper and Pete's Mission Stitch. Has anybody had a chance to look at these since um, since we were there? I've watched the All My Autensia yeah. um, kind of parade show type thing and that was really good. That was really nice and the dancers um, did a really good job. That kind of went through that main kind of Hollywood Boulevard type yeah, yeah. Um, in the middle of the park. Um, so I think that was really good. I haven't had a chance to watch the others, but I have read really good feedback on them, especially the Stitch show. Okay. Um, I've heard some really good feedback about that. So I think that was good. I was kind of hoping we'd get to one of those, but again, due to circumstances beyond our control, that never happened. Um, okay, so that's all of our parades. That's all of our shows. Um, I'm going to go... Do you know what? My good, I'm going to put this on here. Just the general atmosphere for the majority of the night... Um, I think we talked a lot about when we were obviously there together as as a group that it was really great to be in a place that you know you had so many people together who understood who got it uh, and we were all there together mm-hmm. and we didn't care and we were very silly the whole time we were there um, but then when you were in the park you know the people who were there I would say 90% of the people there got it and understood it and were adult Disney fans and, and really understood Absolutely. you know what it was all about and because of that it meant that there was a, a very sort of different atmosphere to it to what it's kind of has on a park day and you know you're looking at people who have spent 80 plus pounds uh for a ticket so the majority of the people there are kind of dedicated enough to have paid out a small fortune to go to the event um particularly those who have bought sort of family and all that sort of stuff I feel sorry for gareth who's had to take out a second mortgage um but you know 
there was definitely that atmosphere with people that they were that they were genuine proper Disney fans and they were there for that very specific mm-hmm. reason and really really enjoyed what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. And I just that was just a really kind of I really liked the atmosphere that was there at the time. Um, mm. Again, bar a few moments, <laughs> which I know yeah. that we will talk about as we go through. Yeah, you fully hit it on the head there, um, Adam, because because people get excited with you and where yes. I air quote people that are not sort of Disney fans, they don't get your excitement. So no. as soon as we sort of like finish seeing sort of like either Yaya or Fisco and Croc and then someone's like getting really excited, like, oh my god, he's in his farmer outfit. Yeah. Oh my god. So like, you know, and just seeing other people that weren't even in our group get excited, you just felt the sort of vibe and the sort of excitement yeah. around. Yeah absolutely yeah i agree with that as well and we met so many lovely people oh, yeah. and talked to so many other kind of disney youtubers and vloggers and bloggers and fan sites and everyone was just having a lovely time i think, yeah, I think with I, the exception of about an hour in the middle uh, uh, <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about and the other thing as well like you say you know there's so many vloggers and bloggers and all that sort of stuff and you do kind of appreciate that. And I think one of the things that I, I was quite nice for me and I quite enjoyed was that I know a lot of sort of Disney podcasters now, you know, from going to the events and know the people who own the Twitters and I know the people who have their Facebook pages and that sort of stuff. But actually, I've met very few of the kind of younger bloggers and, and those sort of people. So it was quite nice to actually meet mm. those sort of people. And, and I kind of, I suppose I didn't really appreciate that there were that many of them at the time and then obviously you know what season's like she knows everybody in the world her and her grannies um so <laughs> so susan was obviously meeting up with all these people and these are people that we've obviously never spoken to before never met before never seen before which was really cool uh, and we stood in the queue line for heroes and villains alley um and we were stood with the group and they had this knee cast member with them I'm not going to mention who they are or where they are because I don't want to get into trouble. But it's really nice actually to talk to them about how they find the parks, talk to them about what their role entails and all that sort of stuff as well, which is really cool. And that's that's something you just don't normally get the opportunity to do. Um, So it was quite nice to do that and and do it in a kind of non-prejudicial or kind of derogatory or kind of inquisitive or investigatory way. It was just genuinely having a chat with them about what Mm -hmm. they do and, and all that sort of stuff, which was really, really cool. And also making them jealous about the fact they can't eat English food because they live in France, which is cool. Um, so, yeah, atmosphere for me, I think, was uh, was definitely a big a big win. What else have you got any good? People wearing was really, really cool. People really went all out. So there was oh, yeah. people obviously bound in. Yeah. And Just the sheer number of people. Like cosplay going on as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and people got really into it and people were really like complimentary to each yes. other and they'd be like oh my god I love what you're wearing um, and kind of run over to give you a compliment on yeah. kind of what you'd put together for your outfit and I think that all added to that lovely atmosphere and I think just the effort that people had gone to to kind of look really good and to dress like their favorite character absolutely. was quite impressive yeah, yeah absolutely yeah like you say there was a there was a kingdom hearts at one point which susan <gasps> lost the plot over but it's just it was it was nice to sort of try and work out where everyone was wearing who everyone was and we got um i don't think you got we girls there at the time when there was, there was somebody who came up to us and realized we were ducktails and came and got a photo with us 
don't think Susan was with us. I think was that not you, with you were, Katie. Was doing the, the pin dash? Yeah, it was while we went for the opening ceremony. She realised we were dressed yeah, as our characters. Dash, yeah. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, I was yeah. there. That's and it's yeah, things yeah. like that. And it's yeah. just people just recognising that. Yeah, that, was, seeing that, which is, that really is cool. so good because this is the first time I've Disney bounded. So it's really given me the confidence to maybe do it do again. Because yeah. Disney bounded is becoming a quite like a bit of a popular thing. It is. And particularly with regards to like when we did the Tower of Terror stuff as well during the day, uh, the number of people who saw us in the Tower of Terror stuff and, <laughs> oh, and wanted photos with us. And then we ended up with, because yeah, we ended up with <laughs> photos with, with like random well, people thinking we, we were actually, actually. We did we become were. an attraction in, in of ourselves. And can I just say, <laughs> and I, I've got to put this out here now. I know we're talking about goods of fan days, but we cannot go past this podcast and past this point without mentioning flora oh at honey the tower of terror honestly and jordan and jordan big, and big, jordan as big well. shout out for flora and jordan we absolute babes the pair of them we rode tower of terror several times with flora as our bellhop honestly she's hilarious you've never seen anything like it in your life you know katie had told us she was funny and we were like okay yeah that's fine that's cool we'll, we'll you know we'll come along we'll see what she's like we'll, we'll all bound as as bellhops and this sort of stuff but genuinely she's hilarious you know you, you talk about bellhops that are supposed to be serious and scary and this sort of stuff <laughs> floors and totally the opposite she's the most sassy bellhop you've ever met in your oh, life oh yeah she's sassy it was just hilarious and the thing is, she's we had just my favorite. We had people. I love her so much. In our lift, who weren't with us, and <laughs> didn't realise, you know, that this wasn't normal, and they had a time of their lives, you know, with what she was doing, which was absolutely amazing. Um, but if you go to Tower of Terror and Flora's working, you have to ask to be in in Flora's lift because she's she's going to become some sort of Disney celebrity by herself. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. You know. Forget, Definitely. forget rare characters at fan days. Just do a queue for Flora. For the longest one of the night, I tell you. <laughs> I'd queue for her. I'll I would definitely queue for her. 100%. So, yeah, Flora's hilarious. But also Jordan as well, obviously. We, we, we rode the ride. Well, we say we rode with Jordan. We queued with Jordan and then Jordan didn't ride. And then Jordan and Flora did this double oh, act. <laughs> they gave us some team spirit cheerleading spirit proper team spirit isn't it so we had jordan and flora doing all the spiel for the beginning of um of, of tara tara which was hilarious so uh we have to mention them uh absolutely yeah because, massive uh, thank you to both of them because i think they really yeah. like made our day yeah, on that did, day yeah, they really did. um and we got loads of photographs taken with them and flora came and paused with us when she we did. were in that's our tower of terror band yeah and they just really went out of their way to like make that a really fun and yeah, like exciting experience for us. So big thank you guys. So, so that's good thank news. You. So thank you very much. Okay, so any more good people? Um, and this is gonna be sort of a bit controversial because obviously I know it's gonna bit of it's gonna be in our ugly. Yeah. But the queuing system outside Heroes and Villains, in terms of that was quite organised where. Because obviously, I know we were all quite concerned in terms of, okay, so each photo op has two sets yeah. of characters. So we're like, how is it going to work? Or how 
how are we going to be end up lining up in this queue and then it suddenly changes and then we have to let people go in front of us because we don't want them people so how they did it was did two separate queues for one photo op if you wanted to see this specific character you would line yeah. up in that queue yeah. and vice versa so i felt that was very organized and quite sort of forward thinking from disneyland it Paris. was now I, it wasn't consistent that was the only thing and that this will be my only kind of query with it is that i thought yeah they had where you had things like um so burrito and cachito and we had um lady yaya and all those sort of things it worked brilliantly and then because then you had one area that had cuzco and cronk and that and that swapped out for eleanor of avalor which i'll be honest mm -hmm. is the weirdest pairing ever uh but <laughs> Then you got over to Toon Studios area where you had Darkwing Duck and it was Darkwing Duck and Launchpad McQuack swapping out for Goofy and Max. But there was just one queue. And it, it does point, actually, oh. Susan, the way you were saying, that actually it does show the difference in those two queues because we got to a point where we stood waiting for Launchpad and, and Darkwing to come out and everyone was queuing going, anybody for Max and Goofy, do you want to come past? No, no one, no. And we all stood there, and poor Max and Goofy stood there for ages with nobody, oh no. with nobody to meet because everyone was like, "I'm sorry, we're waiting for for the others, um, so we can't." I was like, "I'll quite happily go and meet them, and then come back and queue again here if I can come back here. That's fine, but I don't want to meet them right now. I want to meet Launchpad and and Darkwing, which is the reason why we stood here. So on that for that particular occasion, that didn't work so well. So yeah, you're right with the other queuing system, how much better that was and how how well that worked. Um, mm -hmm. So that was that was very well thought out in that sense. Mm -hmm. Would you also say, would you also put the photo pass in as good? What with the way that they worked it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I suppose you would because actually they were very very efficient with the way that they used the. Because they were the ones that were controlling the line basically. Yeah, I think they did a really good job actually. Um, and they were they were quite good at sticking to the two picture rule and then moving people on. It was the few characters that didn't have that photo pass photographer there where there was issues. So I think they did a really good job. And actually, if you look at on the map, it was to tell you the photo points, which was um, the only ones that were supposed to have photos were where are we? Um, Cusco and Cronk and Eleanor. Join Sadness, uh, George Sanderson and Needleman and then Boo and Sully. Um, Helny Lemon or Gogo Tamago, Fred and Wasabi and Bolton Mittens, according to this, were the point the photo points. But actually it ended up being that oh. there were photo pass photographers everywhere. Exactly, yeah, there's one at Megan Phil. Yeah. There was one at um Milo and Kida. Because it basically said here that um photo point uh, while meeting their fans the disney characters will spare some time to strike a pose just for you at the designated picture spot zone so we kind of understood that maybe that was where the photo pass people were but then they ended up being at all of them almost so i wonder whether that was either was that a last minute change i don't know or whether was it the fact that they had mm. a particular background to stand against i don't know whether it was or not i'm i, I wasn't i'm not entirely sure but we ended up with fast pass photographers everywhere, so that was a really, really good point. Um, any more goods that we've got on the list? I think all of mine have been covered. Uh, look. Yes, um, I've covered all of my goods. I think all of mine from the actual event have been covered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's all of mine from the actual event. Um, just uh, the only thing I would say now is that 
how quickly time flew. Bear in mind, we were there from mm -hmm. 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. We were there six hours. It didn't feel like six hours in the slightest. Oh, yeah. 100%. No, not at all. It really did fly by. Okay, so we're on the, we've done the good. Loads of good there, which is great. So let's go on to our bads then, shall we? Mm -hmm. um, who wants to start? I'm going to start. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't decide whether to put this in the bad or the ugly. And that is the Disney Fan Days inaugural cupcake. Oh, I knew you were going to say Right. That. So, I got to a point late in the evening where I was starving. I had to eat something. So, we went over to get some food. And there were the the inaugural cupcake was there, which is fantastic. Love the inaugural cupcake. Give that a go. Absolutely. Uh, and then it became quite apparent that the inaugural cupcake um, was basically a sponge cupcake with a bit of icing stuck on the top with a character <laughs> on it. And the thing and is, how much it was, was this, and it was, this was five euros ninety nine, right? So it was really expensive. And the worst bit is the Marie that I got on top of it from the Alistair Cats. Her face was sort of bluish, and her body was completely black. And I was like, "What? What is this? Honestly, what is going on?" How did you describe it? How did here? you say who made it? And, and like I said, did, what did they do? It, basically, the way I described it was, it looked like that they'd given <laughs> the cakes to the children in the lost and found area of Disneyland Park and told them to make it ready for the inaugural. <laughs> they were it was bad. So fair, it was bad. They it were bad, terrible. but also equally, that Marie was ugly. So, <laughs> so I put it in bad, even though it could probably fit in ugly as well. Uh, I think Gareth's here. Good evening, Gareth. Good evening. I'm just in time hey. for the bad, aren't I? You, no, well, we're just wondering yeah. whether you've got any goods. We've we've kind of been through the number of characters, the atmospheres, the shows and parades. We've talked about the photo pass, the queuing systems that worked on the whole really, really well. Um, is there anything else kind of you've missed out on? Uh, no, I, I, I was listening along, but um, the only thing I'd add is the amount of people that seem to have come from absolutely miles and miles and miles away oh, to yeah. go. So, um, in the when we queued for. For Chip and Dale, there was a couple yeah. there that come all the way from Florida because oh, they wanted course. to meet King Louie and Baloo in the Tailspin outfits. And that's the only reason they came, wasn't it? That's literally the only thing they came for. They were letting people pass through to go and meet Chip and Dale because that's all they wanted to do. That that's what's yeah. so good about it. That is what's so good about Disney fans. When they commit to something, they commit. Absolutely that, is, oh. that is a good effort. But this is the problem. Is, you know, you it's also a good thing and a downfall. Yeah, it is a downfall because you talk about absolutely commit. You know, we watched the marvel summer of superheroes uh opening ceremony and stuff yesterday and all of us were like no we're not going back to disney for a while now no it's not happening we haven't no 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 and then we're watching it going could just sneak a day trip in just just to go to the marvel stuff so maybe just go like fly out in the morning and fly back in the evening that'd be cheap i could just do that couldn't i that'd be really good uh so like we immediately went from nope we're not going again to well but we could just try this uh so you're absolutely right, Susan. Yeah, it does bring out the worst. But it was amazing, yeah, the amount of people that there were there. There were people from, like, Japan who had brought bags mm -hmm. full of Duffies. And I mean bags full, you know. like they, We saw one couple who'd brought this bag that had probably got 15 or so Duffies in it. Uh, and you're like, whoa, that's just, like, mad. Because, obviously, we don't really have the same sort of fan level for Duffy over here. Uh, but just to see that was was, in, was immense. Um, 
so yes, that's one thing we did miss. Yeah, out definitely blew your yeah. mind, Adam. Definitely blew your mind. Yeah. Nearly have, as have you talked about some of the awesome bounding? We have. We have yeah. talked about bounding, yes, yeah, and the amazing. Did you talk we about the couple from the old, the elderly couple from California that came as no. Tweedledee and Tweedledum? No, we didn't. Because no, they were pretty awesome. It was cool. That was. Did awesome. we find out who that that person that's all bridal dress? Oh no, that couple. They were. She was in a bridal dress, and he was a. No, I don't think we ever found out what they were. Um, anyway. I think she might have just been dressed up. For yeah, the I think they just dressed up. Rather than like as yeah. I think you might be right. So anyway, inaugural cupcake. Um, oh, is my no. bad. Yeah, five ninety nine. <laughs> it was the time. The thing is, bearing in mind it was nearly six euros. Me and Gwen went. Well, well, should we just get one and share it? Yeah, let's do. Let's get one and share. It. And genuinely, you sneezed and it was gone. It was that small. It was just the most disappointing cupcake in the world. Sorry. Oh, you're all breaking up. No! You're all breaking up. I can't hear you all. Oh, uh, oh there you go. You're back. Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, I was saying, did you see the other cupcake, the Oswald? No. I mean, that, that was more impressive. But um, there was a guy in front of us at one of the trucks asked what they had in terms of special, um, special cakes. Right. The guy pulled out a tray of those. Yeah, you're but all right. So do you think, do you think like the Oswald one was actually the inaugural cupcake and then they ran out? So no, they, just... they had loads of them left. Oh, right, okay. Absolutely so I, tons of them. I just got some trash. Did it even taste nice? No. To be fair, though, that was very limited edition because you don't often see like a navy blue Marie. No, this is true. <laughs> navy blue Marie with a black body, in fairness, what, you know, should have eBayed what that. What I don't understand is that is they they had quite a lot of special offerings out for, like, for the Marvel stuff now and for the Pirates and Princesses yeah. just for the for the normal days so i thought for this they would have gone a bit more all out yeah rather than oh, there's a couple of cupcakes that aren't as good as ones you can get regularly i don't know because no, it's literally just one night they're like oh it's literally only one night let's see what we can just put together yeah we're like like princes and pirates and princes is like a whole but they put together max live for one night come on <laughs> this is true they this ran out true. of ideas <laughs> it's very true run out of budget <laughs> um okay anybody else what we got on our bad list I think we're probably all going to have pretty much the same thing, but Dom, what what you got? Uh, oh, depends what category it's falling into. Well, go on. Well, well I'm bad <laughs> rather than ugly, so go on. What you got? Um, we could be classing heroes and villains as bad. No, it's not. No, no, saving no, no. That. I think we're no, classing that, that as ugly. No, no it's saving that. Ugly. There are the... I think. Go, on, Kate. go for it. No, go for it. Um, I was going to say the hour in the middle. So the 90-minute <laughs> break in the middle. It was 90 yeah, minutes. Was sorry, sorry, it ended up being an hour for us because of half an hour we spent in the <laughs> pondering. Day. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So Casey, do you want to sort of explain a little bit about this break thing that happened? So it was all a little bit weird, wasn't it? So it was. we had the the program, and there was you know all your character meet and greets from the beginning of the night. And we all kind of stopped at a certain time and then all went in for an hour and a half. I can't what time was that break at? I can't remember what 10, time 10, it was 11, at. 10, 30, around about 10, 10, 10, 30. 10 to 11. 30. So yeah. there was this weird kind of gap in the middle where you couldn't go and meet any characters because they'd all gone in, but there wasn't any of the shows kind of starting. They'd all kind of finished. The next one wasn't for a little while. So there was this kind of weird lull in the middle yeah. where we 
just weren't really sure what to do with ourselves, were and we? And the thing is, it was well, the same with everyone, wasn't it? We speculated beforehand, weren't we, about oh, what's this gap going to be? They must be wheeling out something amazing. And there was nothing. And there was genuinely nothing. And the problem, no. so the only thing really that ran, I was I was trying to look through the program to see is that you know something we've missed and we've gone oh I can't believe we missed that how ridiculous and I was looking through the program trying to work it out the only thing we could have seen was at eleven o'clock was oh my Hortensia was on which I suppose we could have gone and watched that um, and and that was literally all there was at that particular moment and all the parades the lot had all completely finished now i do understand probably why they've done it i get it it's because there needs to be some sort of working rules with regards to mm -hmm. um, friends of the characters need to have time for this that and the other etc and that's absolutely fine i don't have a problem with that but what you found was yeah there was absolutely nothing in that middle and the problem was the oh my Hortensia didn't start until 11 and by that point everybody had ended up going and sitting in queues ready to see characters again because they knew at 11.30 mm -hmm. it was all going to open up. So nobody went to see that. And it was. It was this surreal moment at 10 o'clock. When everyone was stood around going. Um, what do we do? And I mean not just us. Oh, like, to that whole... point, being quite you know, like go go go. Yeah. You were jumping from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And then it was just this sudden weird. Oh okay. We <laughs> yeah. don't need to do anything for an hour now. The whole park just stopped. <laughs> What I should have done, in hindsight, having watched some of the live stream, is I should have gone and walked into the Blockbuster Cafe, got the two idiots who were doing the presentation off, and sat down for an hour and a half and had a chat for everybody. Because <laughs> let's be honest, without any preparation whatsoever, I could have sat down and not called Donald Daffy Duck. So, you know. <laughs> um, uh, it's just, Fair yeah. Point. There was this really yeah, weird lull in the middle, yeah, which was just, <laughs> I don't understand why which i think we were quite tired so i think we enjoyed kind of a little bit of a we break did. and i think like we went and had a little sit down and got a drink and like we kind of needed to do that but it was just this weird kind of what now but and then when that yeah we could have gone without it and when that came to an end it was suddenly go 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 again and i think one of the issues um, that we so had with odd. that is that we found right at the very beginning of the night obviously the park opened and at 10 past 8 the queues opened to meet all the characters so everyone rushed to go and queue for all of these characters and it meant that every character had a massive queue going on and then as the time sort of went on from 10 past 8 onwards you got to sort of nine o'clock ish just after nine o'clock and the queues had started to sort of spread themselves out a little bit and you could queue for a shorter period of time for these characters and it meant you could nip in and go and see this character within five minutes and this character within five minutes and that was all fine um, but then all of a sudden at 10 o'clock it's like the whole evening reset itself because at 11 everyone went oh we better go and queue for characters again and everyone went and got mm -hmm. in queues for characters and it's like at half past 11 the whole night started again where all the massive queues built up and there were people waiting in massive lines for characters to come out whereas if we hadn't have had that hour and a half break in the middle we'd never have had that build up of queues again which meant things would have just kept ticking no. over um so I'm, I'm kind of really intrigued as to why mm. you know i'm sure there's a very valid reason as to why it happened. i wouldn't know how they would fix that well like, yeah exactly i don't know how they would fix I it i don't know how they would fix it either or what they would do about it well i, th I think what, what you do is you maybe take a few of the character meets out and what? then have few going on around. at one time but yeah. have them all have it constant yeah possibly um i don't know but i just found yeah i found that a really sort of bad decision to make um which is fine okay um i want to talk a little bit about those cues as well 
which are on my list. Um, one of them is about queue inconsistencies. And in the way that the queues were dealt with, because there were some queues that absolutely flew through where you waited hardly any time whatsoever, saw the characters and off you went. And there were other queues where it was taking absolutely ages. So apparently, if you'd have gone over to the, the Pleakley and Jumbo one over at Stitch Live, apparently they had got that down pat. You were in, photos out. Um, and some of the others we visited had that exact same thing. Whereas there were some places that were taking so long to get people mm. through. The queues were absolutely huge. You had people like, um, I think, Cusco and Kronk, for example. We were quite lucky because we were near the front. But there were people waiting oh, oh, a long, I mean, long, I mean, long time I mean, how did we get to the front? How did we get to the front? Because we're geniuses. Um, <laughs> but there were people who were waiting and waiting and waiting because they were actually taking a long time. And there was we were looking at because they'd said that it was one photo pass photo and two personal photos. And actually, when we looked through a lot of our cameras and looked at our photos we had quite a few personal photos that have been taken by cast members and i think that if there's that rule they need to quite stick quite rigidly to that with regards to it um and that then has a knock-on impact on another thing that happened in the night that i'm going to put down as a bad which was queue closing times um mm. and this really did completely throw us so um i was i'm looking through i've got the the um program in front of me now and all the way through it, you look at them and um, the characters' meet and greet times start at 10 past 8 until 10 and then go from 11.30 until 1am. So we, as you would expect in a Disney park, you know, if the park is open till 1am, you can get into the queue of an attraction until 1am and then it closes from there. But what we found, and I'll give you the example I can give you here, we decided we were going to go and see The Incredibles and Frozone. Uh, according to their, on their map, they were meeting 10 past 8 until 10 and 11.30 until 1am. We went to The Incredibles at 12.20, 40 minutes before closing time, and we were told that the queue was shut because the number of people were waiting. And we were like, hang on a second. So what is the actual queue closing time? And then that got to a point where we were like, well, what do we do here? Where do we go? If we start traipsing around the park to go and see characters, is their queue actually going to be open or is it not? And are we going to waste our trip if we go over there? Um, mm -hmm. And I actually, I, I just say, I put that down on my bad because it was just this bizarre thing. If it's, if it's not open till one, close it early. If it is open till one, keep it open till one. Uh, and just get people through quicker rather than wasting the time that might be mm. by taking too many photos. So, so as soon as like gone. that one that time happens, they're gone. Yeah, you know, uh, as soon as that time is, is done, that time is done. You know, it, it's, it just seems weird that, that we turned with this weird weird thing where for for four, well thirty forty minutes before the characters officially close, no one's got anything to do. No, and everyone was and at and that point. The hour where the characters are away. Yeah, and at twenty past twelve, we were then like, right, well, we've got an hour and forty minutes until the farewell show. So where do we go from here? What happens here? Um, so I think that's something that needs to be considered for next time about how they go about arranging that and altering that to make sure that it works um, rather than the way that it did. You know, we did get the chance to meet Clarence and Horace. Um, horse color because their queue was short so we got in to see those and there was a couple of others around but on the whole it did completely throw us because we were like well where do we go now what what time are they actually going to leave and what time are they not going to leave we don't know 
Mm. Um, I think they were guessing, sort of second guessing. Okay, yeah. this line's actually quite bigger. Let's stop it. Let's stop it now. We went to sort of Claire Brown Horace's. Yes. We were straight in. Yeah. But Megan so, Phil shut that line quickly. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, bad. Some other people. What have you got? Um, for me, it was well. It was for the sort of spontaneous character walk around, <laughs> and specifically the rare character walkabouts. It's because Phineas and Ferb is you know it's quite quickly in get your photo out. Yeah. Don't. But Roger Rabbit, oh. on the other hand. Well, I feel sorry for the cast members, if I'm honest, who had to do Roger Rabbit and, and Eddie Valiant. Mm-hmm. It's just because. We were we we approached Roger Rabbit when there was no one there. That's right. And suddenly everyone clocked him, and then it was it was a free for all. Just as as you know, Disneyland Paris with characters are like. And the, the thing is, these poor characters they were there obviously doing their meet and greet, and they were getting pushed backwards and backwards and backwards, and then all of a sudden they'd have to then they have to try and move to the side so they can get out of the way, and then people would follow them, and we decided in the end forget it, it's not happening. And we saw Roger Rabbit and Eddie Valiant again later in the evening. And they'd actually been cornered against the shop windows <laughs> on Hollywood yeah. Boulevard by a load of people who wanted photos. Um, because, uh, you know, and it was I was just looking at it going, this is ridiculous. You following them? Yeah. They literally yeah, were following yeah. them. And every time they tried to move, they followed them. And they'd like almost like penned these two characters in um, and were refusing to go anywhere until they sort of got these photos. And it was insane. Now, like you say, uh, like you say Susan, with... Phineas and Ferb, it's quite quick, short, that sort of character's not everybody's gonna be interested in. When you've got a character like Roger Rabbit and Eddie Valiant, who's such a big character who's not seen very often, you can't throw them out as surprise meet and greets because they're the sort of people who are gonna get absolutely swamped. Um, I went ahead and did this because yeah. when, when we've been out, <clears throat> oh dear, she, she's out times throughout the day and it yeah. still happens. Yeah. And it doesn't, yeah, it happens during normal park days. So when you've got an an event that's happening where it is specifically for characters and you put a big character out like that, it is sort of a recipe for disaster a little bit, really. Uh, which is, it is possible same. to control it, though, because... Absolutely. Not at Fandy's, but later on in the holiday, we met Mary Poppins yeah. in the main park, yeah. and it was a pop-up surprise character meet and greet that just kind of happened. It wasn't yeah. planned. And the way that they handled that was completely different. And the way they handled that was Mary told everyone to stand in a semicircle around her and she came and picked people yeah. from the crowd. So there was no pushing and shoving. It was all very civilised. And there's absolutely no reason why they couldn't have done the same thing, especially when they've got a face character like Eddie Valiant there. Yeah. It, all he needed to do was stand his ground, get people to stand around him in a circle... And he picked people out of the crowd to come yeah. and get their photo taken, Absolutely. and it would have just calmed the situation down a little bit. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but it yeah, was shame that happened. Because I tell you what, if we didn't have that, if we didn't even look, see Roger Rabbit there at yeah. all, we didn't even look him, which we would have made the heroes and villains. Like, yes. Yeah. We would have done absolutely. Uh, okay. Any other bads on people's lists? What have we got going on? Um. We're having real connection issues this evening, which is which is unfortunate because obviously we want to talk about the show as much as we can. Um, while we're uh, while this connection stuff, we're trying to sort it out. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, uh-huh. early merch. Uh, we got a a tweet that came across that we discovered 
that Fan Day's merchandise was suddenly on sale the morning before the event. So on the Friday morning, they'd started selling merchandise in the parks. And there was a scrum for it over at the studios. And apparently it was out. And then suddenly management decided it wasn't going to be out. It was going to go away. And they replaced it with a, a Marvel display, which is really great. Um, but they still had some stuff in Flora's over in... Um, in the, the Disneyland Park, and we headed over there, and there was some stuff, and it was there, so we picked it up early. But it didn't mean that there, a lot of the really exclusive merchandise at the Fan Days event had sold out pretty much from the beginning yeah, of the, the event. The years didn't last. sold out before yeah. the actual event. And the hats as well, the baseball caps didn't last particularly long. The t-shirts were pretty much the only thing that wasn't on sale before the event itself. That and obviously the pins, which we'll come to. Um, but I just thought early merch-wise... And they have the t-shirts out originally. They originally, right at the very, very beginning, they had the t-shirts out, but they were out for a very short period of time before they disappeared in. Um, so they were there and then they weren't there. Um, so, you know, it was a real shame to see all of that stuff sort of um, out and on sale, especially when they sold it as exclusive merchandise for a Fan, fan Days event, and then it turns out that it wasn't. You know, I, I don't begrudge them selling some of the stuff after the event, but it was the fact that it was on sale before the event, mm -hmm. and there were people who when we were grabbed, when we got our ears, Katie, there was a girl in front of us that had five? Yeah, five pairs yeah. of ears, wasn't it? That was crazy. And then... And then, of course, it all started to appear on eBay, didn't it? You know, people were, were selling it online before the event had even happened. Which was a shame. And then, kind of linked to that, um, the shops were supposed to... Sorry, hello, Katie, are you there? Um, on top of the fact that the uh, merchandise obviously was on sale early, then on the evening, we planned it so people would spread out. So we went to see some characters. We sent Gwen over to the shop for 8 o'clock. Uh, or she was going over to the shop just after the opening ceremony to go and get the t-shirts for us while we went over and got the pins. And according to Matt, uh, it was supposed to open at 8 p.m., the shops. And at half past 8, the shops still weren't open. And it meant that Gwen ended up missing some of the meet and greets she was hoping to meet with us because she was too busy in the queue getting t-shirts. Um, so timing-wise for the shops, when it did finally open, you know, it was a bit of a shame that that happened as well. But Okay, uh, any other bads, people? Um, I've got one. Go on. So, um, back in March, um, the Disneyland Paris, whether or not they could use the pass. Yeah. Then, that was handed out to everyone. Was, yeah, oh, yeah, you can use yeah. So yeah. people that don't don't know us is um um oh we've lost you again oh man I'm do apologise ladies and gentlemen our internet speed this evening is not great and it does mean that we do keep losing people which is a shame uh, because it really shouldn't be happening but it is uh, are you back there Gareth are you back with us um, sort of um, so he's talking about the the disabled access pass that was originally. Uh, we were originally able to use it. Was that right? Oh, okay. I'll carry on for Gareth. So, it's talking about the Disney Access Pass, which originally said they were able to use for some of the uh, stuff. And then uh, Disney actually changed their mind at the end and said that that, that wasn't going to be the case and they weren't actually going to do the Access Pass at all, which is a real shame uh, that that was going to happen and that was going to be the case. Um, so, that was a real shame with regards to that, that that, that never happened and, and obviously makes a big difference to those people who were... Uh, who are attempting to... Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. There you are. Yeah. So I was going to... 
<laughs> we can hear Gareth to say, are you hearing me now? And then Gareth disappears, which is fantastic. Uh, I'm going to stop streaming on... Uh, apologies, people. I'm going to stop streaming on YouTube. Uh, because it seems that we have a problem this evening. I'm not quite sure what that issue is. Uh, but we do have an issue. So we'll stop the live streaming. Hello, are you there? Yeah. I, I... <laughs> oh, it's all falling apart this evening, isn't it? We've never had these issues. What is going on? Maybe it's the curse of fan days. Um, I don't know what it is. Let's try this again. Let's give this a go. Blame Skype. There we go. Right, you're there. Are you there, Gareth? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Let's, let's give it a go. It's just me, apparently, yeah. Conversation. Yeah, we're having our own conversation here. Yeah, I, I can see having <laughs> our conversation without me. It's my my internet's <laughs> really not happy. Sorry, go on, carry on. So you were saying, Gary? Yes. All I was saying, like, at the end of the day, I don't think you really needed it for the way that they managed a lot of the queues. Yes. Uh, I think it was fine. Yeah. No, I agree with going you. Telling everyone they can use them yeah. to then all of a sudden, oh yeah, you can't. It's going to set a lot of people's anxiety off. Yeah. And I mm. saw on Twitter a lot of people were worrying about whether they'd be able to to actually. Yeah. And look, it's just good. It's actually policy, then fine. But I think you, they need to communicate it better. Yes. But that's what Disney sold it. Everyone thinks you won't be waiting in the queues very long. It's yeah. fine. So obviously, then we and... have the heroes and villains alley coming up, and obviously, even if Cusco and Cot was long, that's when you're like, well, then you've just sold us a lie there. Yes. I think that leads me onto my kind of other bad, which was just general crowd size. Because um, I think we were kind of led to believe that this was going to be very exclusive and the crowd was going to be mm. actually quite a lot smaller than yeah. it was. And actually, it was really busy and the queues were really long. Yeah. And actually, I would prefer to pay a little bit more for my ticket um, and to, to have fewer on sale because yeah. I think it would just be a better all-round experience. Absolutely. I'd rather pay 120 euros than 100 yeah. um, and then sell 500 less tickets. Yeah, because um, yeah. I think it would just make the event a better event overall. To be honest, we yeah. we saw all through that week when we were there, there was a real, real hard push on these tickets. All all in the village, they were constantly playing um, adverts there was for adverts it. Adverts in the, yeah, the studios as well. Mm. And I think what we we realised how busy it was, or this is going to be a bigger event, was when we were lining up in the queue. Yeah. I think John had a live picture of how far the the line went because we were in like three rows deep but the queue went all the way to world of disney yeah yeah that's crazy and, that's and that was thing. sneaking backwards and forwards as well and that was yeah. so they, they gave tickets from what we understand there was tickets to cast members who then could go to the um show couldn't they was that right and take three guests and then we had obviously yeah, like you say locals tickets all that sort of stuff and and i think so a few of the tweets that went round from and the the comments that went from some of the US kind of bloggers and people who were brought over was that there were far too many people at the event for the event to run properly in the way you would expect it to run. Uh, which was a shame um, that that was the case because actually I think, you know, that the premise of the event was, was excellent. Um, it's just maybe the execution at times wasn't so good. Um, any other bads? Um, we we have one issue. Yeah, I don't know if it's size late to us. I think it happens to other people as well. Where um, we went on the Friday to go collect our bands and our lanyards and our pins. Yeah. Um, we printed our tickets there. Um, the guy that gave us the lanyards and our pins actually took our tickets off of us. 
Oh, of course. Yes, I forgot you had this. Oh, is that the issue that happened? Yeah. Yeah. So then when we went to try and get into the event, um, they're asking us for tickets. Like, are there any annual passes? Like, no, no tickets for the event. Like, yeah, you saw those offers yesterday. We don't have those. It's like, he should, he's not done that. It's like, yeah, yeah, he has. I'm not making it up. I've got everything that I was given in this wallet. Except for the tickets, yeah. Um, so his suggestion was, oh, well, if you can't, well, we can go over here and we'll try and print them. But if not, you'll have to go back to the tent. I'm not yep. doing that. It's That's not going to happen. Yeah. So <laughs> you print these tickets or you can get a refund. Because I was, it's, but that's, it was fine. We got the tickets printed. We could get in. But if I'd have been like you guys, I'd have been, I'd been queuing there for two hours. And yeah. then I was getting in with the people that had got there, you know, an hour and a half after me. I'd have been fuming. Yeah. Uh, that's true but I think there was some communication issues in general you know you talk about that as well one of the communication issues which we'll come on to in a little while is, is to do with people who were queuing for a meet and greet that, that was it was clear to us absolutely clear to us they were never meeting those characters but yet they were still allowed to join that queue and it was still allowed to happen um, so uh, you know I think there's a few communication issues okay I haven't got any other any bads and has anybody else got any more bads Nope. I think it's time no. to get on to the ugly. No. <laughs> right, on to the ugly. Now, I have four uglies. Um, so, let's start from the very beginning. The first one, I think, is what occurred at ten past eight. At the moment that the opening <coughs> ceremony had finished, and all of the people went off to the uh, queues and things like that. It's just the behaviour of some of the guests. I genuinely have never seen such atrocious, rude, arrogant, ignorant, appalling behaviour as I saw mm. from mm -hmm. some mm. of the guests at Fan Days. I was, it's like, to the point that I was almost embarrassed to be a Disney fan. Um, from what we now know, some guests were so rude at the beginning of the night and during the night to cast members that there were cast members who had to go away and were actually physically crying because of how they've been spoken to and dealt with. We've got stories mm -hmm. of one cast member who was spat on by a guest. Um, and just the, the sheer behaviour. So the, to give you an exa example of what we saw, we decided we were going to go to Lady Yaga first because we thought she's so kind of out there and so rare that hardly anybody knows who she is. You probably won't have much of a queue. So we wandered round there. And as we got round there, there were two teenage american lads who had clearly decided rather than walking around the queue like everybody else had ducked under the queuing system to stand at the front and as we got there they were shouting abuse at the cast members and i mean properly shouting abuse at the cast members i'm it was horrendous. It was like like i'm surprised they didn't get kicked out of the park abuse you know they should have been they should have been, been immediately removed from the yeah. park uh, and they were there and they were shouting abuse at the cast members about the fact the cast members had lied to them this blah 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 and all this sort of stuff and they, they got walkie talkies and they were walkie talking the rest of their family to tell them where they were and they need to get here and all this sort of stuff and it was just genuinely appalling absolutely unbelievable mm -hmm. it was it was embarrassing I hope they were thoroughly ashamed of themselves the following day because well, the way they behaved was inexcusable. But it was quite clear from the way they behaved that they probably weren't going to ever be embarrassed with themselves whatsoever. Yeah. And and this isn't this obviously this ugly is not to do with fan days. It's to do with some of the people who came along to fan not days at and all. how appalling it was. It was just mm. unreal. 
to see that. Yeah. This is kind of like the opposite sort of spectrum of being too much of a fan. Like, you're too obsessively big fan that you're... Well, really that's not about, that's about being a fan. That, that's just being so incredibly self-centred and yeah. it's not... It's not it's, yeah, it is. Mm. It was appalling. Uh, and I do think they were very, very much in the minority. Oh, I think yeah, that's important to say. Like, these, absolutely. there were some absolutely horrendous guests there who oh, yeah. displayed the worst possible kind of behaviour that they could have. Yes. They were very much in the minority because yes. everyone else was being really well behaved and having a lovely time and creating this lovely atmosphere that we've talked about. It really stood out like a sore thumb when you saw these people behaving this way. Mm. It, it made it even worse. It m made the way they were behaving and the pushing and the shoving and some of the language that I heard and those guys that you're talking about there screaming in a cast member's face really shocked me. Yeah. Um, I was absolutely disgusted by the way they went on. And like I say, we've 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 had reports now from several people about what happened, about people, way people were treated. Um, that you know, it's just it's, there's no excuse ever, ever, mm. to treat another human being like that, let alone a cast member. Um, no, I just don't do it. It's just a massive ugly for me. Just really not impressed in the slightest. Um, okay, does somebody want to go for the elephant in the room? We oh, have to God. talk about Heroes and Villains Alley, don't we? We have to. I don't. Want which to. aspect do you want to start with? I don't want to, but we have to, unfortunately. Now, I think what what I want to say at this point before we even go into this is that we had a massive debate as a group after Fan Days as to whether or not we thought Fan Days was a really good event or a really bad event. And what we decided was that fan days was an amazing event and the stuff that they did well they did really 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 well and the stuff that they did badly they did really really badly and this is an example of something that went horrendously wrong for disney so the thing is i can imagine them sitting around the table and going this is a really good idea and actually when Let's we when we thought about happy. it we thought the same didn't we yeah so Gareth, do you want to start yeah. us off? Um, so I, I had no intention. I've had enough of my internet tonight. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely had enough of my internet tonight. Virgin Media, you, if you're listening. <laughs> Sorry, go on. You know, I should probably just shut up about when I'm done. Yes, we had no intention of doing it, just because I thought it would be the hard yeah. Um, it was only because obviously Jack had gone Captain Hook, yeah, ain't seen Merlin the whole day, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's his new favorite. So, and then one of the cast members at the duct out the um, oh, Scrooge meet had said, Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. do that. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But there, it's a fairly long queue. It wasn't any longer than some of the long queues for other characters. I thought we yeah. can get to meet multiple get to meet characters, all these characters, not yeah, just. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that was all good. So you joined the queue, we came and joined you, uh, and we proceeded to spend, what was it, about an hour in the queue? Yeah, yeah. so we're an hour in the queue. Um, and, and John actually muted this far, far earlier than we did, because we were in the queue, and we were like, um, this queue, this shot's a 10, um, so, you know, are we actually going to get in to see the characters? Are we, are we going to get there? Are we going to make it? And then we looked behind us, and there was probably 30 or 40 people behind us, and we suddenly realized they closed the queue off at that particular point from letting anybody else in. So we were like, oh, thank goodness that we've made it in, which is really good. Then it got to about quarter to 10, 
and we were still a good way down. We were still waiting for a few people. And then it got five to ten, and we finally got to join the queue, which was kind of the queue to get round into Heroes in Villains Alley. Now, can you mm. remember? So we had what characters did we have? Um, Hero and Callahan. Uh, yeah. Then we had Robin, Robin Hood, Hood and King John. And, King John. King and John. then we had nobody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then who? So, so then, oh, we, yeah. then it should have been Hook and Pan, and then there should have been a few others. But what we discovered is because we got there five to ten, um, that uh, we went in and we met, we got to meet Hero, we got to meet Callahan, we then queued to meet uh, Robin Hood, and this, this is like in the way that that Launchpad McQuack was Katie's dream, meeting Robin Hood was John's dream because he's never ever got to meet him. So if you go back on our Twitter, you can see the live stream of this because I live stream this on our Twitter. Um, John's in the queue for Robin Hood. He gets to then. So I'd I'd obviously met Robin Hood before, so I wasn't too bothered. I'd met here. I'd met Callahan. I thought I'll go forward and I'll get some of the other characters that were there. And I went through and I saw Captain Hook and Peter Pan, and then I went past them and there was just this big empty space. And I was like, Why is there a big empty space? Why is there nobody else here? This is weird. And then I turned to watch Captain Hook and Peter Pan start to disappear in. And then John was had, I think, two more people in front of him for Robin Hood. And all of a sudden, Robin Hood and Prince John were taken away. And Hero and Callahan disappeared. And there were, what, 100, about 100 people, would you say? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was quite hard because they let people in in sort of chunks. So yeah. when it was our sort of chunk, well, we were then ready to go. And then suddenly, I think the cast members must have realised, oh, my God, we've still got loads of people. And just let everyone let them in. all in. Yeah. Them all in, and then all of a sudden, there was about 100 people stood on Heroes and Villains Alley, <laughs> and there wasn't a single character to meet. Now, we do understand why we understand that it was 10 o'clock and it was a time when all the characters were disappearing. The characters had been out and done their sets, and they've been there for that period of time as long as they need to be there, and that's absolutely fine. Uh, and they had to disappear in, but then we were all left there at 10 o'clock going, what, What's going on? Is anybody else coming out? Is nobody else coming out? And then all the cast members were like, Right, you all have to leave now, and they started kicking us out, and then, of course. This turned into what I can only describe as a similar scene to when they sing Kill the Beast in Beauty and the Beast <laughs> with Gaston <laughs> and his torches that is good and his pitchfork. Really a mob, this, an angry mob. Mo the mob song, right, basically, came to fruition. And a mob of 100 people went towards his <laughs> cast members and were going mad, going, what is going on? We've queued an hour for this. We've met one character. What is happening? But they've gone in. We, we know they've gone in. And one cast member turned... Who did the cast member turn around to and say... Oh, it was. Oh, what was his name? Um, I can't remember who it was. But one cast member turned around to one of us guys and said, uh, "Well, yeah, it's not our fault. It's everybody else's fault for taking that too was, long." That was that was the supervisor. Right. I didn't get his name. I didn't think he had a name badge on. Eric wasn't. I've got, Eric, it, I got his it? photo. Um, Is it Eric? Well, it could have been Eric who turned around and said it wasn't their fault. It was it was everybody else's fault for taking too long to taking your photos with the characters. And we were like, "Oh, sorry, what?" So yeah, if, it's, you know, it's quite mentioned that this doesn't have a photo pass. It's literally yeah. Your so own it's phone. your own photos. Okay, so it's literally your own photos. So we were the, this angry mob had started, and they finally decided after a little while that the way they would do it would be give everybody a fast pass in order to come back uh, later on in the evening when it reopened after half past eleven to come and see the characters again. Right. Okay. So we got our fast pass. At that point, it was ten o'clock. <laughs> So we were absolutely raging. We got an hour and a half and we were raging. It was, we'd, we'd hardly see any of these characters and we're going to have to go back again and go and do it again. So um, 
so we disappeared off. We went off, did some bits and pieces. We went and waited for Kronk and Kuzco, didn't we? So they'd come out at half 11. And at that point, we decided, right, we're now going to go back to Heroes and Villains and we're going to go and queue and do it again. So we get back to Heroes and Villains. Uh, it was about quarter to 12-ish, wasn't it? Somewhere around that. Yeah. I don't think yeah, it was that late. Yeah, about half. I think it was actually dead. Half eleven. Yeah. We got back there and we had to queue in this big queue to show them the fast passes to get through. And then we got through and we had to join another queue. They tried to tell queue. us that we couldn't have a fast well, pass. Yeah, they, they were like, no, you with... cannot have a fast pass for this. Like, yes, well, get right. to the back. Yeah, that's right. We're like, no, we do have a fast, <laughs> you got fast pass. You gave us a fast pass. Don't kick us out. This is what you gave us. Um, and then they finally let us through. We ended up joining another queue. And when we were in this queue, uh, how long were we in the queue for, Gareth? 40 minutes? 45 yeah. minutes. Because so we were at the back of this big fast path queue now. So we were in this queue for another 40, 45 minutes to get through to go yeah. and see the characters. And Katie raised a good point because at the time, instead of like letting us all go, they were just letting us go in like pairs. Yeah. Like they were get, and yeah. But they were also, oh, also they were taking some people from the fast pass line and then letting people from the regular line through. Yeah. And, and I was like, why don't you clear this fast pass line? And then it all means everything else. So that you haven't got two lines, and then these people will stop shouting at you, and then you can move on to the regular line. And they just weren't getting it. And also by this. But point. Well, then no, no, actually a third line seemed to form. Yeah, because there was a guy. There was there was the lady that that kept running over Adam, <laughs> who I got cross at. I ended up shouting who, at her. Who was behind in us, quite a way behind us, that seemed to find a way into this third queue, that yeah. ended up in about twenty-five minutes before we did. Yeah, and then we yeah, were there. Had a one queue, didn't she? Oh, um, luckily, man. we weren't in that much of a rush because there was a second set of the heroes and villains that we weren't particularly too keen on seeing anyway. Yeah. So we were kind of lucky that we weren't nearer to the back because we wanted that over to happen. Yeah. So we we ended up getting in. We ended that. up seeing the characters that we wanted to see. Uh, we just about made it through all of them. Oh my well, god! Some yeah. of them did. Well, some of yeah, us just about made it through all of them. We got so, to Hades so, and yeah. Hercules at the end, and they stopped and said, "You have to like, have the last one." And I was like, "No, you can't. We've got people behind together." Us. Yeah. And they were just like, "No, you have to have a group or them. You cannot meet them individually." So we had to like run in. So we got our group photos, yeah. and then What's I think there? Gareth, didn't you miss them? I'm sure Gareth. I'm not. Which uh, ones did you miss, Gareth? Uh, it was just Hades, Hades and Hercules. I skipped Callahan because we wanted to we make sure that them. Jack. But what we worked out is that if we hadn't have skipped Hero and Callahan because we'd seen them earlier, then we wouldn't have made it to the end to see the characters. <laughs> we'd come back <laughs> to see anyway. Um, so, sadly, Heroes and Villains for us was a big, fat ugly. And and actually, I would go as far to say, I don't, I don't know if you agree, I would go as far to say that Heroes and Villains very, very nearly ruined the entire party for I, us. To be honest, if we'd, have done this if we'd done this podcast on Sunday, I would have said they ruined it for me because I was yeah. raging all the way home. Yeah. So... I think, you know, in retrospect and in hindsight, now we've we've thought about it a little bit more in the past week. It was it was terrible. It was possibly one of the most horrendous experiences I've ever had in Disney, if I'm honest. But on the whole, it didn't entirely ruin fan days. It it also, just, so for, you know. Well. So, um What other uglies have we got? What other uglies do people have on the list? My connection's poor again. I do apologise, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Um, what do we have any other 
uh, uglies. Can you believe it? I'm sure you're having a lovely conversation without me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can... <laughs> uh, so what? <laughs> please, if you know what they're talking about, please send a postcard with your answers to radio at disneybrit.com. I'm ringing Virgin Media. Tell you, I'm having them. I can't hear you. Anyway, so while they're still having their conversation in the background, I'm going to talk to you about some of my other uglies as well that I've got on here. Um, I want to talk about the attitude of some of the cast members uh, that we had there. Oh, you're back. Have we got you? Hello? No. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about the attitude of some of the cast members we had that were there. Uh, like we said, we've already mentioned about um, about the, the supervisor who told us it was our fault, which didn't go down particularly well. Uh, we also had another cast member who thought it would be really funny to um, make some snarky comment to um, some French people in a French, uh, oh, yes. a French uh, in French. And at that particular point, uh, you saw the French people laugh and he was looking at us at the time. And it was quite obvious that it was about us. And uh, this is all in Heroes and Villains as well, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Can we name him or not? Yeah, you can know if you want. Oh yeah, his name's Nicholas. <laughs> You'll see, it. his, fa his, his face is all go. over Twitter because late later on there was a massive fight down there after, way out long after we'd gone. He was in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. there was a queue at Studio Services to complain about him. There was. How bad he was. <gasps> so much so that um, during the evening, I think you know John was incensed and went and made a complaint about him, and John was so incensed about him that he realised a photo had been put on Twitter that had his face in it and John ran back <laughs> to get <laughs> services to go, this is him, this is what he looks like. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he did. Uh, they said that was really helpful and I think that we would be the first ones to call out a cast member for good service. Well, we did. And we the thing is... Cast compliments. And we did. We did. We did yeah. cast compliments while we were there. Yeah. So I think it's perfectly reasonable to expect that if we get something really terrible... Like we got from Nicholas. Yeah. We're gonna go and tell someone about it. And when John went to make that complaint, there was a queue of people waiting to complain about him. Already, yeah. So, weren't the only ones and actually, who had you know, that bad experience. The trip as well, can, we... can I just say, whilst we're saying yeah. things about the cast members that were working there, um, Peter Pan and Captain Hook, when they left the first time, did notice that Jack was obviously there decked out in his yeah. outfit, and they did actually come back to see him and have a photo with oh, him. Wow. Oh, so maybe they just saw like the disappointment on his face. Yeah, as they started to walk away from away. They, they didn't have to do that. In fairness, um, you know... By far, And actually, in fairness, we did give out a few quite a few compliments while we were there, and you can do that via Twitter, or you can go to guest services and do it. We did it for, for Flora, because she was so amazing. We did it, and, you know, we even put a, a video up on Twitter of the cast members on Big Thunder Mountain who made who, who was fantastic, oh, yeah. you know. So don't think we we only do negative because obviously we also do positive, like you've already said. Um, I've only got one more ugly on my list. I've got one more. Is it all about the same thing? Go on, Susan. Um, because obviously I was caught up. Yeah. It's all about the pins, ladies and gentlemen. It is all about the pins. We are talking here about the issue with pins. Um, so I'm hoping that Susan, in a second, I've just had to try and reconnect with everybody because we're having massive issues this evening with technology. 
which is a real shame. Uh, but it was to do with the pin. So uh, what? So it sort of explained to you what was going on. Um, they have released 400 or limited edition, or four pins, or six pins that were 400 limited edition, and uh, people were going to go and get these pins, and uh, there was a massive scurry to go and get them. They had to queue at a certain point in the park, and then basically they pulled the barriers back, and when they pulled the barriers back, everyone went mad and ran for it. Um, Susan tried to scrabble her way through. Uh, Louise, which is one of John's friends who came with us, she made it through to get some of the pins, but in the process was rugby tackled on her way through. Uh, was rugby tackled on her way through to try and uh, to try and get through to what was going on. Ended up with scrapes and grazes all up her arms. Uh, and uh, although she did manage to get some pins, obviously ended up coming away with a few minor injuries at the same time. Susan didn't make it there, but it was just absolute hell on earth, uh, from what I understand. Sadly, I wasn't there and wasn't able to actually. I was already doing other bits and pieces for it because they were going to get the pins, but um, it did cause a massive issue and actually a huge health and safety issue. And again, this kind of goes back a little bit to what we're talking about behaviour of some guests. You know, when the resort, when the park opened at uh, just before eight o'clock people ran through and uh, cast members were pushed out of the way and ended up uh, being being uh, partially trampled because of the way that it happened the way that it worked so uh you know massive massive issues with regards to all of that and with regards to everything that was going on with regards to uh, to all that sort of stuff so you know i think you know there is a um there's there's two ways of sort of looking at it you know we obviously had some big issues that were going on there that are ugly but we also had some great moments and great times as well and i think you know one of the things that we're really worried about is when we're going to talk about fan days is that we were going to make this episode sound ultra negative and actually the whole point of the show is for us to be as impartial as possible and actually we're not ultra negative and we don't want to be ultra negative but we want to sign a share with you the and be honest with you about what it was like and be honest with you about how how the event was and how it all happened um so i think we we put a, a poll out on twitter uh, and what we said was, from what you understand, from what you've seen, um, do you think Fan Days has been a success? And 66% uh, of you said yes, and 33% of you said no. And I think that kind of sums up what we feel as a group, that the majority of what we saw was really, really good. But actually, what the other side that we saw, the stuff that we didn't think was so good, was genuinely awful. Um would I go back and do fan days again next year? Absolutely. Yeah, I would without a shadow of a doubt because I think, you know, the experience we had on the whole was absolutely fantastic. The experience we had enjoying it was absolutely awesome. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we had those negative things that were, weren't good at all. So it's, um, it's a tricky one, really. Um, but I think on the whole, as a group, we kind of said, you know, we did enjoy it. And we would go and do it again, and we would 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 enjoy it again if we had the opportunity to go and do it. Um, so it's it's kind of bittersweet, a, a little bit really. Some really great goods, and those goods were were really good. Not even partially good. We're talking really really good. Uh, but the bads and the uglies were not particularly great. I think what you'll find is that Disney uh, they've already had surveys that've gone out. They've already asked people what they thought of it. And, uh, you know, we filled ours out. We put a link out for you as well, um, which is really good. But I think what we have to take into consideration is, um, for example, the bads and the uglies that we put down there. Uh, I think people will 
I've spoken about, and I think Disney will do a lot with. They've already said there will be another fan, uh, uh, Disney Fan Days party. Whether that will be next year or not, we don't know. I don't know whether it will be an annual thing. Uh, but what we do know is that um, is that uh, they'll work on these bads and these uglies, and the goods will be good and even better for the next one, uh, I would expect. I'm not sure whether they get everybody here now. Is everybody back? Nope, doesn't look like I have. I'm genuinely having massive, massive technical issues this evening, which is this is possibly the first time in the 10 years that we've been doing Disney Brit that we have had these sort of problems, which is which is amazing, really. But uh, but I'll continue regardless. Uh, so on the whole, yeah, Fan Days for us was was a really good event. Really enjoyed it, and hopefully those bads and those uglies that we mentioned will be cleared up uh, by Disney as well, which would be really really good if that is the case. Which means. I'm going to have to do it on my own this evening because I've got nobody else with me. But it's time for this. Wow. I shall finish the show by myself. Bless them. I can't hear any of them. Can't get hold of any of them. But thank you very much for joining us for another edition of the Disney Bit Radio Show. I want to thank Katie. I want to thank Susan. And I want to thank Gareth for joining me as always. Great pleasure to have them on. Sadly, John wasn't able to be with us. But I know that he certainly has many things that he likes to and would like to share with us. Uh, but um, unfortunately, he couldn't make it. But uh, we will be back again with our next show. Actually, we're a, we're a week out slightly due to everybody being away still in Disneyland Paris, some work schedule and that sort of stuff. So we'll be back again next weekend, next Sunday evening for another show uh, where we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Disney and the, uh, the stuff that we've been up to and things that we're getting on with, which is fantastic. But... Um, if you want to contact us in the meantime, you can do. You can contact us at radio at disneybrit.com. You can also send us a uh, Twitter at disneybrit, and you can follow us over on Instagram, which is at disneybrit. And if you want to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash disneybritpodcast. And of course, you can always go over to disneybrit.com and you can find all of the past episodes that we've done. And on top of that, you can also um, go over to our YouTube page as well. And you can find some of the past shows that we've got over there on YouTube. Sadly, we weren't able to connect properly this evening due to our uh, technical issues. But we did manage to get some of the show up there. So uh, that's all good. But we'll be back in uh, um, in a week's time where I'll have loads more really great stuff to talk to you about Disney-wise. And uh, we might talk a little bit more about uh, our experience on the whole over at Disneyland Paris. Talk a little bit more about uh, the Marvel Summer of Superheroes that's uh, beginning or begun today over at um over at uh, walt disney studios which will be really really good but we hope you have a wonderful couple of weeks enjoy the sunshine while it's still out although uh having said that who knows what's gonna happen with the weather here in britain but we will be back in two weeks time we hope you have a fantastic oh sorry next week we hope you have a fantastic week but until then we'll see you Thank you, Nicholas.